Hey guys, before we let you go any further in this episode, we want you to know that this episode has a lot of talk about bodily functions, particularly bowel movements. So if this is something that you can't handle, uh, I know some people are sensitive when it comes to people talking about those kinds of things. Feel free to just skip on ahead, leave this episode in the dust, and join us back next week. I'm Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And we are Murd Nerds. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to... (laughs) It's not prepared for that. I'm sorry. Welcome back to another week of Turd Nerds. If you're new here, thanks for dumping in on today's episode. We are a weekly poo crime podcast talking about all that is stinky, smelly, and downright shitty. Joining me today, the poo stains in the underwear of my life, embarrassing and hard to get rid of, but proof that you did something good in life, Ashley and Jeremy. How are you both today? I'm so glad that I just let you write all the intros. <laughs> this is gold. Poo gold. I'd like to thank all of our listeners <laughs> for the uh, emails and suggestions. <laughs> the poop advice. <laughs> On which direction is the proper way to wipe? I know that we have (laughs) several different theories on it, but all of your advice has been greatly appreciated, and I thank you all so much. He will be trying all of the suggestions (laughs) and reporting back. I have never had a cleaner butthole. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you. Um, When's the last time you pooped, Ashley? Um, before I picked you up today. Yeah, Jeremy? Yep. Oh, yeah, I had, uh, I had a nice lunch, uh, a nice brisket <laughs> lunch, and um, it was very tasty, uh, uh, and I dumped it out, as, like, within a couple hours, so Good. nice Good feeling yeah, clean. Yeah, Jay and I were bougie for lunch today. I had a filet mignon. Yeah, I had brisket. It was brilliant. Brilliant brisket. I had an Alani energy drink. Good. That's good. Good. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I found that if you go with, say, a nice butter burger from Culver's or <laughs> even a quarter pounder from McDonald's, or if you still have a steak and shake in your area, go with yes. the, go with the Royale where really they throw creases. that egg on top. Oh. It really helps clean your system out. Yeah, the Royale or Taco Bell, cheap. Oh, really cheapest one. the pipes. The yep. problem with Taco Bell is is that it doesn't smell the greatest. You want to you want to you want to enjoy your own scent. And oh my god! Really, I think so that bad. Taco Bell is not the place to do that. So go with a nice, delicious butter burger from Culver's. It's always my go-to. <laughs> butter burger. Thank you for that advice. Pun, Alicia. Go ahead. <laughs> Butter burger, more like butter burger. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's Taco Bell. <laughs> so, if you are a log time listener, you know each week Jesus. <laughs> we ask to get us relaxed and ready to take on the task at hand. So, this week's question is Do you have a funny poop or fart story that you'd like to share with the listeners today? <laughs> no. 
Do you, oh, I do, I do, I do. Do you have one? You just don't want to share it with the listeners? Um, yeah, but I'm going to talk about it after our break. I have a, a short one after our break um, that I'll talk about. But okay. I do have one. Um, so my grandmother had what is called GERD. Mm, yes, so, I also have GERD. Do you? I do. I probably <laughs> do, too. Um, but so she was like prepping for this surgery. I think I don't remember what kind of surgery it was, but they had to monitor like her bodily functions. Basically, she had like a tube in her nose that went down the back of her throat and it was connected to this little it looked like a pager, like an oversized pager. Every time she burped, hiccuped, um, farted, anything like that, she had to press like the fart button or the burp button. So I remember every time she farted, I'd be like, Grandma, can I press the fart button? Like we thought it was so funny. That's pretty good. Listen, my life is full of amazing stories (laughs) of farts and shit. One of my all-time favorites is not one of my farts because truly... When I fart, I like to share. <laughs> and I love to share with my beautiful wife, Bobby. <laughs> she doesn't see the love in it. I don't understand. But the other night, we were sitting in our living room watching a little TV. Or maybe we were playing on our phones. I can't remember. Just enjoy- enjoying some time together. together. Quiet yeah, time yeah, together. Yeah, quiet time together. And Ozzy was asleep on the other chair. Oh, no. And... There it was, a beautiful sounding fart that came out of little Ozzy's butt. (laughs) It not only surprised me and Bobby, but it also surprised Ozzy. (laughs) And he stared at his ass for a good 10 minutes trying to figure out where it came from. God bless Ozzy. I love Ozzy so much. So I also have a story. Uh, Nearly a decade ago, I worked at Kohl's. And we had a customer that notoriously came into the store and would walk around the entire building. So uh, they were just looking at things and um, wander around. Literally, I'm not even kidding you. It was a round from... from would they buy stuff? It was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for sure. But they would oh. walk around. Oh, yeah, because you were like on the floor, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. They would walk around all of the little carousels with clothes on it. They would walk around the whole damn store. And uh, they would leave a trail of liquid poo behind them, a la Hansel and Gretel style. More than once? Yes. And they did this every single time that they came in the store. And I'm convinced they did it on purpose because, one, how do you not know? Two, if you did have a medical problem, why would you not do this everywhere that you went? And then why the hell would no one stop you? Well, did anybody at your store stop them and say something to them? I, once again, do not know. All I know is that we did a nose-goes kind of situation on who would clean it up because our housekeeping wasn't always there. So that meant that staff had to do it. And uh, I still think about that person and if they're still dropping little bombs wherever they go and if they ever have to follow their own shit trail to get back out of the store. Where are they today? (laughs) So wander around leaving a poop like a snail trail. So you didn't have to clean up. No. Nice. Oh, I've 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 definitely done that. My first uh left poo trails. <laughs> no. <laughs> My first six months of working at the hospital. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. was in housekeeping and I've cleaned up some I've cleaned up some shit that you don't even want to be around. Yeah. Oh my god. 
One of which was in the front lobby, right at the front door. Just oh, a big no. turd right there that people had stepped on. No. How do you step on one? Well, you're, when you walk into the lobby of a hospital, you're not going to look down. and uh, I don't want to step in shit when I walk in this hospital. When I walk, I'm, I'm looking scanning at the... the whole scene mm-hmm. ahead of me as I progress forward. Not just I think like... I do too most of the time, but sometimes I get a little sidetracked. And slam my elbows into freaking support beams and buildings. I did that this morning. Look, it hurts so bad. <gasps> Your ween is snow. <laughs> ween is snow. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I'm going to be covering one bomb of a story. A real shitty situation that happened back in the 1100s. Whoa. Before I move on, my sources are Wikipedia, Encyclopedia Britannica, the YouTube channel, Mr. Laser History. YouTube. The YouTube and all the PooTube and all that's interesting dot com. I used that too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Wow. So let's set the scene a little bit about what was going on in the world in the 1100s. In 1164, work began on one of the world's most famous buildings. Do you know what it is? Hmm. 1964. 1164. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. That's way too long ago. 1964. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Gothic Cathedral of Notre Dame. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, they're restoring that. For, for yeah, because it caught fire. Yeah. 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 Crazy. In 1168, the School of Oxford was founded in England. In 1184, the first roads were paved in Paris, which were roads that were right out in front of the Louvre, and many, many, many wars, invasions, and battles. I really feel like all they did at this point in history was fight one another. Mm-hmm. That's all they do now. Yeah, but this was bad. Like, it was literally like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. constantly, all over the world. So let's travel to 1184, which, like I said, was when the first roads were paved in Paris, France. But we aren't in Paris. We're going to take a journey to Germany. So if you need to take a potty break, let me know now. Um, no, the time machine's pretty fast. So okay. Be fine. Are we taking the time machine or are we just taking a regular plane? Wait, we're going back in time, though. Oh, oh. but we're also going across the country. So mm-hmm. both? Do we have a time machine plane? Well, you can't use a DeLorean. Is that in the budget? Right where you're at. Yeah. We spent $20 million on those cats. The bionic cats. Yeah, do we have a budget for a time-traveling plane? Okay. (laughs) Well, so our story takes place in what is modern-day Germany in a city which was once part of the Holy Roman Empire, the city of Erfurt, which almost sounds like Erfart. Erfurt. So the city of Erfurt was a very old, very popular city being founded in the 8th century by Charlemagne, but its origins are suspected to go back even further. It was also, um, or it is home to the famous uh, St. Petersburg uh, Citadel, which is one of the largest and most well-preserved fortresses in the world. Hmm. Yeah. Erfurt was a very important part of Europe. It was a border trading hub um, for a while, but once borders changed over years and years, it lost the little bit of bordering uh, trading hub that it had, but nonetheless, it was still a very prominent place of trade. Erfurt also was important because it was placed right on one of the imperial roads and was surrounded by several other imperial roads. So uh, do you know what an imperial road is? Do you remember this from history class? An imperial road? No, I don't. 
Jimmy? Oh, God, I was in history way too long ago. <laughs> I'm going to be mad. You are history. I was part of history. <laughs> Imperial roads are basically toll roads. And yes, there was a fee. Uh, these roads promised that you would be protected and guarded by the emperor himself. Not Ooh. the emperor himself, but like his name. Like his, it's his word. Yeah. yeah. Since like they're... The, oh uh, yeah, Jeremy, you're doing big things out I there, guess. guy. I didn't remember that, but apparently, <laughs> after I got done putting it's out been the, a while. the street gas street lights, I apparently did some <laughs> stuff with some roads. <laughs> Since there were many traders bringing wares to Erfur, it was a large source of money because those travelers would want their merchandise to be protected. Right. Now, over decades and decades, there was a huge power struggle between the Pope and the Holy Roman Empire. It wasn't really clear um, in, in writing or in rule that uh, who would appoint the archbishop to take control. Was it the Pope? Was it the emperor? Power was tossed around like a hot turd. <laughs> so at the time of our incident, King Henry VI was in rule of Erfurt. He ruled over Germany during the Middle Ages. And there was such a huge power struggle between who ruled what land, what figurehead was in power, or whether it would be the religious leader, Conrad I, or the noble Ludwig III, that Henry just downright got sick of it. He was tired of dealing with it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to deal with this. So as he was going to Poland to deal with a war, uh, he decided to pull off and wanted to end this constant push and pull and decided to set up a meeting between the two men and all of the region's highest officials and leaders, some acting as negotiators in this little argument that was about to take place. Um, this would be the settling of it all. Mm -hmm. On a hot July day, the meeting took place at the St. Petersburg Cathedral. Uh, hundreds of nobles crowded into one of the smaller rooms oh. in the building to talk about who would be in command. In the middle of stating their cases, bickering and arguing, the floor gave way. The room was never meant to hold so many people, let alone ones that were getting heated and probably bounced around acting like fools, you know. Uh, why was the floor so unstable, you might ask? Uh-oh. Was it on top of poo? Well, that's because beneath the floor of this room, there was a cesspit. Oh, no. During the Middle Ages, they didn't use a modern-day toilet, obviously. Uh, they also didn't have modern-day plumbing. So when one needed to urinate or defecate, they would visit a garderobe. And a garderobe is simply a hole built with stone or rock. Uh, and this hole led down a chute or directly into a pit where it would be cleaned out by someone, drain into a moat or a pond, which is a cesspool, or just sit in a pit. A that was someone's pit. job. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I'll, I'll uh, include pictures in the show notes of there's like a toilet, a chute. And then out of the chute is shit, and there's a like guy shoveling the shit. What a horrible time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. So this set pit, cesspit was one kind of that just sat, uh, from my understanding, and it was large and it was deep. So large and deep that 60 to 100 noble men fell into the pit. Nice. Yeah. Some drowned. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Some died from breathing in the fumes that were created from the sewage. Um, some succumbed to their injuries from the fall, or some of them were hit with debris from the wooden floor falling. Whatever way, I can't imagine a more horrific de death, honestly. Wouldn't the gas build up and, like, blow that building up anyway, eventually? You would think. There might have been, like, some kind of... Like, uh, 
vents or yeah, ventilation something. system. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly, Ludwig himself survived by pure luck. King Henry and Conrad also survived due to leaving the room and going into another room to speak privately. Uh, the floor did begin to fall underneath them, but they were able to hold on to iron windows until that they were rescued. So, like, it spread. The When the floor broke, it started spreading out. Um, so many men of high standing and power perished that day. I'm not good with politics by any means, but... From what I read, I believe that Archbishop Conrad was appointed to rule, which was probably some real crap for some people. Yeah. So part of me thinks that maybe this was planned. This was a planned event. Ooh, yeah. Considering they had to know what was beneath them, why would they go into this small room that wouldn't really be able to fit this large amount of people? Um, It had to smell bad. I mean... Yeah, but they have a whole church... I just the way they did things back then didn't make a lot of a lot of things didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, um, but I mean, it, it smelled. It had to smell bad. But right, considering right, everyone yeah. and everything had to smell back then, that's true. It may have went unnoticed. Which I did read an article about talking about how like people's noses were different then. They mm-hmm. weren't as sensitive as ours are. Um, I'm also finding it a little suspect that Conrad and Henry left the room and Ludwig didn't. So maybe they felt like this was going to happen. So they wanted to dip out and hope that Ludwig fell in the pit and would die like the other nobles. And they could like co-op some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. How do you guys feel about this story? That was not what I was expecting. I was expecting that the food was going to be like spoiled or something and everyone was just going to be like shitting all over the place. That's oh, kind of really? where I, that's kind of where I thought it was going to get. Yeah, were, just when you said, you said banquet. Yeah, and, yeah. I never said banquet. Oh, <laughs> I pictured a banquet. <laughs> when you said you'll never get, it, then this happened. I thought you said we we're going to go with serve, serve the food, mm. and it was just spoiled. Or and then you know everybody was making a mad dash for the. That's crazy that that the event. Garderobe. garderobe. That event channeled the direction that like. The, the course of history. Into, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. really. And that was something that in the articles they talked about, like, what if those nobles would have stayed alive? Right. How, what kind of political changes would they have met, made? Mm-hmm. Um, how would they have changed the course of history, the borders of certain countries and areas and so on and so forth? Yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. And if King Henry wouldn't have survived, he was, like, really prominent. I don't remember everything, but he did a lot of stuff, like, saving a lot of something about... I think he was Henry the Lionheart or something. Um, he did a lot of stuff. So if he would have died that day, things would be a lot different. Crazy butterfly effect. All right. Before we <laughs> jump into Ashley's episode, we are going to take a quick commercial break. All right. Welcome back. We took a short break. Um, I had to go take a poop. <laughs> <laughs> we all did together. We held hands. <laughs> Oh, okay. Did we all sit on the same toilet? <laughs> well, uh, I don't, I, I, you know, one of us did the sink, one of us did the tub. <laughs> Remind <laughs> me of Taj.0 when he goes on Shark Tank, but he does the toilet that's like 12 feet in the air. <laughs> He's like, so you won't get splashed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, poop. No one wants to talk about it. We all do it. Monkeys throw it. And dogs eat it. <laughs> um, I was just going to pretty much copy and paste a bunch of like funny p- 
YouTube stories. Uh, but I came across something too grossly interesting not to discuss with you guys today. So, oh, um, I do have a question. I know you asked a oh, question too. But, okay. Um, where is the weirdest, most inconvenient place you have had to poop? Ooh, my pants. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> you bitch. Seriously, like the past four episodes, Alicia and I have had the same answers for everything. Is yours your pants too? No. Oh. <laughs> I one time had to go. So I swung into a gas station. Now, I, those who know me know I have a severe public pooping problem. Okay. I don't Ooh, like. To, I, I don't like the alliteration. To, I don't like to poop in public. It's not my. It's not my thing. I do. <laughs> <laughs> swung into this gas station one time, and it was bad. It was now or. I would end up like the two of you. The bubbles. Yeah. Mm, the bubble and, guts. And um, the toilet was uh, completely clogged up. After or before? Um, when I walked in. Oh, oh no. You know, there was there was already poop and toilet paper and poop and toilet oh, paper. Oh, God. So I just added to it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. That reminds me of my, my kids one time. My son clogs the toilet like every time he poops. I don't know why. This is a notorious thing. We've visited the doctor about it. I don't know why. It's not. He doesn't use too much toilet paper. It's No, it's the poop. Whoa. Yeah, it's the poop itself. And a couple years back, um, he got up in the middle of the night and pooped, flushed it, and it got clogged. And then our daughter pooped right on top of it, and it was still clogged. And then I woke up and had to take a dump, and I couldn't. I had to sit there and just, like, pinch it off, like, hardcore pinch it. (laughs) <laughs> and plunge the toilet and I couldn't get it unclogged. I just took a dookie right on top of it. <laughs> and then I had to go to Ace and buy one of those uh Oh my god. Snakes. Everything yep. in your life is always so extreme. It is. That is ridiculous. My life's a circus. When I'm fifty and my kids no longer live with me, I'm gonna be so bored. Seriously. I'm sure you'll find something. We did uh we used to practice at uh at my lead singer's house down way south of here and uh he had a really nice you know two hundred fifty thousand dollar house and his wife was very adamant about keeping it you know the you walk in and all you get is the potpourri and candle smell and you know that the house was very well taken care of and uh this was before he had his bathroom put in the basement and we were there and i had to go and the biggest fear ever was clogging the toilet and guess who clogged the toilet in this $300,000 house. (laughs) What's the story? Is it a movie about the girl who, or maybe it's a, I don't know what it is. The girl who took a dump and this guy's, she was having like a a one night stand kind of thing or went on a Tinder date or something. And uh, she took a dump in the guy's toilet and it wouldn't flush. So she dug it out with, and put it in the cat box. No, oh. no, that. I've I've heard I've about that, that one, yeah. too. I was I was thinking about the where she went to throw it out the window, and she opened it up and threw it, but there was another glass pane <laughs> right there, and she just closed the window and just left. Oh my gosh! Or the one where the girl did the same thing, um, 
And she took the poop out and put it in a plastic bag and then put it on the counter and forgot it when she left. <laughs> like she woke up the next morning and then forgot the bag of poop. And she's like, I never heard from that guy ever again. Oh, and my I, God. That's oh, yes. insane. Listeners, Tinder dates. God. <laughs> I could never. They're be. rough. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough out there for you. It's huh? rough out there. Um, yeah, mine's hands down my pants. Oh, <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> wow! There you go. Now just some more, just more insights on Ashley here. On turn. My news. weirdest place that I've <laughs> is definitely my pants. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> my pants. Um, as an adult. Yeah. Like two years ago. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know. I was in the kitchen, like <coughs> cutting up something. Uh, Briley was there. She witnessed it. <laughs> Briley's her little sister. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It wasn't messy. It was just a little, a happy little mistake, as uh, Bob Ross might say. We had the stomach flu a couple years ago, really bad, like really, really, really bad. And we only have one bathroom, like working bathroom, and. Uh, like Val had to go to the hospital for two days because she was so sick. She wouldn't stop puking and having diarrhea. And we all shed our pants. All of us. I think everybody all six telling people that. in that house. We shed our pants. That's the time you don't want to go visit. Yeah, that's a fierce yeah. flu. Yeah, well, there's I'm just about, about there's the about smell. seventeen <laughs> good days of the year to visit Alicia's house. <laughs> seventeen out of three hundred and sixty-five. And you got to guess what they yeah. are. It's, no, the, it's the, a lottery. The worst part is we um, thought we were done and over with it, you know, and we went and hung out with Justin Schuyler, uh, host of yes, I do a Court of Books that. and Booze and uh, Golden Image Podcast, and uh, we gave them the book, oh. and they were both down for the count. Mm. The kids were down for the count. It was atrocious. So okay. Stomach bugs ain't nothing to fuck with, for no. sure. Oh, okay. Um... Well, let's dive right in. My sources this week are globalcitizen.org, theguardian.com, tried and true, Wikipedia, um, justanotherrichkid.com, incrediblethings.com, and voactive. No, vocative. Sorry, vocative.com. That's a lot of sources, Dean. I know. I'll be sourcing the shit out of this. So. Everyone can appreciate a good piece of art. An artist's medium can literally be anything that they want. Whatever speaks to them. But some artists think outside the box and into the toilet. <laughs> That's right. Not pop art. Poop art. Um, or what I have decided to coin feces pieces <laughs> <laughs> hey that's three puns for me that's pretty good oh uh, um the 2015 article on globalcitizen.com had a subtitle that said quote this art is shit <laughs> literally <laughs> accompanied by many many more poop puns 
Um, as I read on, I found out that this isn't just like some modern hipster movement. Um, it's definitely been Bowel done movement. in the past. Uh, oh, <laughs> way to go. Way to go. Thanks. Artists have been shitting out what some call art um, for quite a few years. And honestly, I appreciate some of the ideas behind um, what the more, you know, current artists did. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so. In 1960, this is the oldest um, artist I'm going to talk about. Um, artist Piero Manzoni made a name for himself by using his poo in his art pieces. His, sorry, he is most famously known for canning his personal turds in 1961 and aptly calling them artists' shit. Yes. He made about 90 of these feces pieces and sold them for $30 a poop. I'm sorry, a pop. <laughs> I really punned this up for you. Thank you. Um, well, clever thing that he did was he set the price for these art pieces at $37 because that was the price of gold in 1961. Okay. Wow. Right. Um, so... Fast forward to 2007, gold is at an all-time high. Manzoni's pieces were worth a whopping $181,374,000 each. Because of the artist, because of the, if that's the art, like that it is gold. Yeah. Crazy, right? Jeez. That's just good marketing. I figured he was pricing it based off of what? he ate what the meal cost for that (laughs) nope price of gold but yeah um there will be a link in our socials um within the photo description crediting the author um of the photo that i post because it, it is like art and you know privately owned all that um so let's see speaking of poop and gold Mm -hmm. in brooklyn new york an artist only referred to as Gold Poo <laughs> began bedazzling poo around the city that terrible dog owners weren't picking up. The artist also used uh, used gold spray paint to gild the street shit. Wow. Yes. If there's going to be literal shit in the streets, why not bedazzle it or paint it gold? Like, that's just... Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Um... Do you guys remember <clears throat> that craze back in the early 2000s when there was talk of a pill that would make your shit sparkle? Yeah. You do remember that? <laughs> Did we ever try to get our hands on that? No. I never tried tr- tried poo. You never tried poo? I was going to say two, but I said poo. <laughs> I'm pushing it with the puns. Do you remember that? I do not. Oh. I'm just thinking mine sparkles now. Why would you want to do an additive? <laughs> Well, see, like, when we would talk about it, I I pictured, like, glitter, like, sparkling. But this originated from an off-the-wall art exhibit showcasing wealth and consumerism uh, commissioned by, get this, the Modern Museum of Art. Oh. Right. Okay. In 05. Um, It was curated by Henry Erbach. The exhibit was a collab between artists... Tobias Wong and an artist referred to as just another rich kid Hmm. in the exhibit 
Uh, there were tons of luxury items cast in pure gold. One of the pieces was just a bunch of pill capsules filled with 24 karat gold leaf. A quote from justanotherrichkid.com states, Analogous to our culture's obsession with luxury and consumption, consumption, these 24 karat gold leaf capsules turn your innermost parts into chambers of wealth. Consume and digest. Interesting. Well, Goldschlager was the same way. Right. I used to drink that in high school. It's like, yeah, the little pieces of gold. <laughs> cut your cut your stomach up and get the alcohol in your bloodstream right. faster. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's drink that. Does it really do that? I, have no I don't idea. think so. I think it's just like think you a marketing. cool. Yeah. I think you exactly. shit gold later. Interesting. Literally. Um. So there are still four of these capsules left for sale on justanotherrichkid.com. So um, get your small time. <laughs> yeah, no There's shit. only four left. They're going quick. They are a humble $425 a piece. Yes. Jeremy. <laughs> and poo and pop both work in that one. $425 a pop. Because pill or a poop. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, I was too scared to pull the photo from his actual site because, like, you know, copyright. So um, I pulled the uh, picture from interestingthings.com. Um, I don't know if it's, like, the real poo pills, but I compared the two photos and they look, like, identical. Okay. So, so yeah, if given the chance, would you um, use your excrement to make an exhibit? Art exhibit? Absolutely not. No. Really? Absolutely not. <laughs> Jay's like, I'll be so down. Po- I poop. I don't do poop. Well, if it's your own poop. No. No. What? <laughs> I mean, it's I guess yours. it does make it a little bit better. It's yours. Gross. It's not like, Yeah, it you is know. gross. And my shit stinks. Uh, just, well, it'll... Please cut that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Leaving Jesus that in there. Um... I don't know. If you could make a few thousand dollars off of a piece of art that you made out of your own poop, why wouldn't you do it? Nope. You could wear gloves. Nope. I think <laughs> the fishing shot. out the fishing out of a good piece of shit to do. Because fishing you don't, out is a very interesting word. Well, you can you please elaborate more on You gotta fish it out of the toilet. No, they've got those things where you can hook on you put it under the toilet seat and you just poop in a like when you Yeah, it's called a, a it's called a it's called a hat, yeah. It's called a specimen hat. Yeah, because they look like hats. Yep. Yeah, you Although know you look, those. you look funny walking around on them. People just don't even really <laughs> get the joke. If you tell them I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's all I've got. I just wanted to talk about those artists. Um, so I really, I don't know what to tell the fans to to email us about. With this, I, I'm at a loss. Make a burner account. Tell us your funniest poop story if you're too embarrassed. <laughs> you or you can, if you don't want to make a burner account, you want us to tell your funniest poop story. Story, we'll put it in a future episode. Um, we won't name names if you don't want us to, or if you want to, I don't care. Hey, all I'm saying is, be proud of your poop stories. Be proud. <laughs> Sorry, I almost sneezed. That was close. 
Okay, so yeah, um, you can uh, send us your poo stories to gmail.com or you can... Uh, to gmail.com. <laughs> Murdeners at gmail.com. Uh, we still have so many episodes to go. Okay. Um, you can also, if you're a Spotify listener, you can go in and let us know what you thought about the episode. Um, just scroll down in the show notes and you'll be able to kind of type a response. Um, on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, you can also rate and review um, as well. So go ahead and do that if you use those two platforms. Um, definitely check out the other podcasts within the network. Uh, we've got Monday. Monday is the call guys. The call guys. Tuesday, golden image. Golden image. Um, they golden image podcast Poo go cast. places. The podcast. Oh. Whoa. She just keeps them coming. <laughs> she just can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop You're like stop. a pun laxative. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just keep flowing. Yeah, seriously. Um, oh, God. Okay, what day are we on? Uh, Wednesday is Tucson. United States of Poop and Normal. Uh, they do spooky cryptids, all that fun stuff. Then we have Thursday. Um, it's the Indiana Chiefs fans. Indiana Cheeks fans. Cheeks. <laughs> uh, but they are on hiatus. Yeah, yeah, we're on hiatus. Uh, we finished up season one. Uh, we'll start season two probably in August, I would think, would be about the time we'll start yeah, that. It's off season. If we don't do a draft, I don't know. Uh, we might do a draft episode. If we end up in Kansas City, we'll be live because the draft is in Kansas City this year, but uh, we don't know if nice. we're going yet. So Fun. Yeah. Awesome. Could be a good time. And then Friday is a court of books and poos. Yep. She, she got it. <laughs> a court of books and poos. Yes, a quarter books and booze. Um, so that is your what do they call it? Your hometown basement book club. I said your friendly neighborhood basement book club, just because Spider Man. Oh, that's the Spider Man thing. Mm-hmm. Your friendly neighborhood spider. Man. Oh. Man. Man. <laughs> spider Man. Um. Yeah. So check out all of those. And is there anything else? Go go to our socials. Just Google Murd Nerds, not Turd Nerds. Um, we did a dress last week that we're just doing something fun uh, this month. So if uh, you're liking this. What started as a April Fool's joke has now right. snowballed into this fucking travesty. Yes, I know. It's so <laughs> We were just going to do the it's one so on fun, the though. first. Um, yeah, it is fun to break away from the norm and kind of just research and yeah, we have cover, something else. Yeah, we cover a lot of dark topics so we just were feeling kind of down and decided if we do this, it'll be fun, it'll get us all laughing. We've had a blast, I think mm-hmm. tonight, recording all these <laughs> goofy... Still more to go. I say, what's coming next and miles week? to go yeah, before we rest. I think we all know it's going to rhyme with murder. So, ooh, why don't you email us what you think next week's episode is going to be? Yeah, do that or comment under the uh, Facebook post. If you win, we'll send you a sticker. There you go. Cool. Okay. Um, I th- That's it. That's all I got. All right, guys. We'll uh, see you next week and make sure that you poop regularly. Every make day. sure you, you should clean, poop every day. Clean. Get a good wipe. <laughs> 
I was going to say eat your daily fiber. But my, okay. work, <laughs> my work has a bidet. <gasps> oh, it's right. It's a Japanese company. Mm-hmm. Bidets are but yes. Just one, though. <laughs> one bidet. Say yay to bidet. <laughs> say yay to bidet. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.